Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hello, you guys. How are you? My name is Jocelyn Williams, and I'm coming to you on Divine Embrace. Just to share a word with you, just to give you a little bit of encouragement. Um, I pray that all is well with you, and I just want to go straight into this recording um, and pray that it blesses you, um, that it empowers you, that it uplifts you in Jesus' name. And I just want to kind of share that um, just to know who we are in Christ and um, what our role is um, in Christ. And so I just want to share this real quick. And uh, I'm going to be reading from John, um, the third chapter, and this is John starting at verse 16. Okay, so I just want you to know that um, we're just to be led by the Spirit of God and, and continue to seek and share God's word with his people. And um, just let me go ahead and start reading um, right here from John 3, 16. I'm going to read all the way through 21. Okay, so it starts here and it reads, For God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world not to judge the world but to save the world through him verse 18 there is no judgment against anyone who believes in him but anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in god's one and only son and the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world, but people love the darkness more than the light, for their actions were evil. Verse 20. All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it for fear their sins will be exposed. But those who do what is right come to the light so others can see that they are doing what God wants. And that is John 3, 16 through 21. And I just want to talk about this because um, where the Lord had led me was the verse 18, which is there is no judgment against anyone who believes in him, but anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only son. And as I began to read this, I just want to share because a lot of times just how um, God had uh, gave his only son. He sent his one and only son to go out not to judge the world, but to save the world. And that's how it is with you and I. We were sent. We were created and sent into this world not to judge the world, but to save the world. Um, which means that it is it, it's not that we go out to um uh to condemn or uh, or anything like that. We simply go out and we are the light. We're the light. We're the ones that 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 speaks with us as the Lord. We're the ones that share the word of the Lord. We're the ones that give the light in dark places. 
And so that is what we're to do. A lot of times, I believe many Christians and many people go out and we want to uh, be God himself. But see, even God just sent his son uh, to uh, to save the world. And, and, and as they mentioned here in verse um, in verse 19, uh, it said that the judgment is based on this fact. That God's light came into the world, but people love their darkness more than the light, for their actions were evil. See, light came into the world. So, God has sent the light through his son. And through his son, we are here. Okay, so we're here and we are the light that Jesus is using to send out into the world. To speak to his people, to deliver his people, to draw his people. And I believe that as a lot of times we get out here, some Christians, and we want to bang the word. We want to uh, force the word. We want to um, hammer the word of God and what people should and shouldn't do. And we want to judge what they're doing based on uh, the word of God. But the word that I read is that the God sent his one and only son not to judge the world, but to save the world. And in, and I don't know what verse is in, but it says, through love and kindness have I drawn thee. So in order for us to draw people to God, it has to be done in love and kindness. You can't go to be condemning um, an individual. Um, you have to let God do the conviction in their hearts because it is just our responsibility as disciples of, of the kingdom is to go out and to educate and to shed and shine God's light through love and kindness, through his word, drawing people to his word. So um, this is just something that I wanted to share because many times we want to go over and we just, like I said, want to keep hammering the word. We want to keep doing this. Just continue to draw them through God's love and kindness because see, the light is out there. Then you're going to have the ones that's not going to want to receive that light. Why? Because they are in evil. They're doing evil. And therefore, they do not like the light. Okay? Demons don't like the light. The devil don't like the light. And if you're the light, you're the one that's bringing the word. You're the one that's carrying the word on your job. You're the one that's carrying the word in your family. You're the one that's always talking about what thus says the Lord. And not because you're so holier than thou, as people love to say. Um, but because what's in you is going to come out. So therefore, um, when you begin to speak, if there's someone who's still in their sin, um, if somebody that still wants to reject the light of the Lord, then yes, they're going to have a problem with you. And it's not so much with you as an individual. They do not want to hear the word of the Lord. They do not want correction. They do not want to be held accountable. Because as I've learned is that God doesn't hold you accountable as long as you do not know. It's kind of like if you um, um in a job setting or with your children. Um, if they've done something that you have not informed them about, that if you have not taught them the right and wrong of that particular thing, if you have not educated them on what to do, um, then when it happens, it's like 
you don't really hold them responsible. That's not like a major or a punishment per se. It's just like, you know what? I never taught them this. I never educated them on this. I never gave them a scenario of what to do. Therefore, I'm not going to punish them. But from this point going forward, this is what you to do in this situation. Now, should it happen again going forward, then there will be punishment and you will be held accountable because now you know. And that's how it is with the word of God. And this is how I feel. Now, I don't even know what I'm saying. This part here is scripture, but once you know the word of God, once the word has been revealed unto you, you are now accountable because you know better. Okay. So we have to go out. And so a lot of people don't want to hear that. A lot of people don't want to hear the word because you know what? I'm not ready to to be moved by this. It's not the word should come in to convict you because that's what God is. You should pray and ask for a conviction in your spirit so that you can get aligned with the word of God. We all have a past. We all have things that we're not happy about. We all have things that we wish that if we can do over that we could do them over. However, everything that we encounter in life God has already written it down. So um, don't get to the point where you feel like, oh, I've messed up so much that, you know, that God can't use me or whatever the case may be. My whole mission here for this recording on today is that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son not to uh, um, condemn the world. He didn't do it to judge the world. He did it to save the world. So it's a saving factor. This is like, you know, I'm, I'm not, if, if, if I'm out here and I'm a lifeguard and you're out here and you're drowning at sea and I can see the fact that you're drowning, I can see the fact that maybe you even able to swim, but this is just too much currency going on. So now that I see that as your father, as the one that God has sent, as the lifeguard that God has me to watch over, now I see that you need saving. So therefore, I'm throwing out my buoy or whatever you call those things, your life-saving device. I'm throwing it out there. I'm coming out there to get you because I see that you need saving. Now, if I come out there and I throw it out there and I'm there to save you and you don't recognize or understand that I'm there to save you, you will fight me off. You will continue to fight me out of fear out of frustration, out of not understanding why I am there or why things are happening. But here I am coming to save you with this life-saving device because I see you drowning in the water. Now it's going to be up to you to grab a hold of the life-saving device, the uh, the float, the buoy, whatever they call them that they throw out to you. It's going to be up to you. The one that's drowning, the one that's in darkness, the one that's in fear, the one that's uh, misguided for them to, to, to grab a hold to the life-saving device. And in the spirit realm, the life-saving device is the word of God. It's the people that God has placed in your life. And like I said, in this um, scenario, if a person that's out there in the water and, and, and the lifeguard sees that they are drowning and that they need assistance. They are there to assist. And that's how we are here in the world, how God has placed us in the world, how Jesus has, you know, has placed us in the world as to be that light. That lifeguard is that light to that person that's drowning. There's people that's drowning here uh, uh, in the world. There's people that are drowning 
uh, uh, spiritually and they need to be rescued. And so we are here just to rescue them. Cause one thing that I do know about God, that he is a gentleman. He does not push himself on you. So when the lifeguard throws his, his net, his buoy, his, uh, his, um, life, um, saving device out there to save, it is up to the person that's drowning to be aware of the fact that they're drowning and to know that they need the assistance. Now, um, it's up for them to grab it. It's up for them to grab hold of it. Um, or they can sit there and continue to drown and say, you know what? I reject that. I reject that. Okay. They're not rejecting the fact that, uh, who, who threw the buoy, they, they did rejecting the fact of being saved because they don't understand. So, um, but you can't just force them many times. We'll be like, Hey, grab it. Do this, do that. Hey, grab a hold of this word. Hey, grab this. But God doesn't even do that with us. Because if you take a look at your own life, those that have may think that they've arrived, but I don't think you've ever arrived in Christ because there's always work to be done. He's always speaking a fresh word. He said to give them of uh, this day, their daily bread. So each day, that's a new day of bread for us to eat, to partake of, to move forward in this thing called life. So it's just like we have to listen to the voice of God. But on this journey, we as 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 we're going out as disciples and we're going out to speak the word of God, to live the word of God, to be a, a representation of God. Um, we can't continue to hammer God's people. You continue to live the word. You continue to speak the word. Yes, we're going to have times where we slip up, where we mess up. Guess what? You repent. I'm telling you, you're going to draw more people by your transparency. Stop acting like you got it all together. Quit acting like that you never done anything wrong. Quit acting like you've always been saved all your life. Quit acting like even though that you're saved now and going to church and praying and teaching and doing all of that. Quit acting like that you still don't have the life on the side. You know, God is cleaning us up. We can't do that on our own. We have to be transparent because that is what's going to draw people to see that, you know what? They're still getting out here teaching the word of God, not because they're trying to live a double life, but because they're trying to walk into what God is calling them to do. Even when you're unsure of what God is leading you to do, you continue to move in the steps that he's, he's guiding you because like the word said, I can't remember the book, but you know, we can order our own steps. We can create our own path, but God will order our steps. We can make our own decisions. We can, we can do what we're going to do and we can lay out our plans. But God said, yeah, you can lay them out, but your steps will be ordered by me. So we have to learn to submit ourselves to God because in here, like I said, in John 3, 16, where he said that I, for God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son that everyone who believes, everyone, everyone, everyone. Yes, that means uh, the drug dealer. Yes. Um, that means, uh, the murderer. Yes. Uh, the backstabber, <laughs> the thief, <laughs> the liar. He said for anyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. So we have to understand that, that God sent him into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. So as we began to go out and we began to share and, and, and share that love of God, that's why a lot of people don't want to come to God because when we are here, if we're the representation of God and we're always condemning because it is a, is the devil 
and Satan that condemns God convicts. You should want a conviction. You should want a conviction. If you're praying to lose weight and then you feel that conviction, oh, don't eat that. Don't do that. Yes, that's conviction because God is trying to help you. He's not going to just come and just make it happen. We have to do our part. We have to move and listen to the Holy Spirit. So as you begin to share the word of God with people, if you begin to continue or, or begin or continue to be that light to people, just do that. Be the light. Be the light. And we cannot be the light. If, if when they cuss you out, you cuss them back out, you know, we can't be the light, you know, like that. And so we're asking God to help, ask God to help, to help to come in, to brighter your tongue, to, to do what's best. Cause sometimes it is hard and see when the enemy know where you have your toughest battle, if your toughest battles with your mouth, then he's going to continue to send people for that area. But if you asking God to help you, then yes, there are going to continue to be opportunities for you to bridle that tongue. So you have to take account in account of what you're doing. Be um, responsible for what you're doing. Take an account for your actions. Be held responsible for your own actions. Continue to move forth. And as you continue to show God's glory and his grace, because God is a loving God. And a lot of times people out here, and I know back in the day in some churches still, they make you think that you can't do nothing that once you've messed up, once you've sinned, that God don't want you no more. Uh, he done with you or you, you not in God's grace no more, but the word and the God that I serve says that his mercy is new every day. It's new every day. So I thank God for grace and mercy. And we have to learn to let go of all the stuff that we've been taught that was incorrect. And it's not so much because uh, they wanted to teach it incorrectly, but they didn't know. That's why it's important for you and I to get into God's word for ourselves so that we may know what it is that the Lord is saying. It's so much to be revealed. And God said, if you seek me, you will find me. A lot of times we want answers. We want to hear God speak. God said, if you get still in my presence, I will speak to you. Yes, he can speak to you when you're driving, when you're working, when you're gardening, when you're in the shower, when you're working out at the gym, God can speak. But there's other times God says, I need you to draw near to me. And if you're drawn near to me, I will draw near to you. So we have to, he said, if you seek me with your whole heart, you will find me. So we just give God glory and thank him that we'll continue to seek him on how to reach people because we have to reach them. Not where we're pointing the finger like, Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's bad. You can't do that. Don't do that. And so that's what I try to share with people. I try to share that with my husband and other people because the first thing they think is, uh, well, you know, if I have to go and do this, uh, then I got to give up all that. Stop looking at what you have to give up in life. Quit looking at that. All of that is going to come the moment when you say yes to God. Give it time. You say yes to God. You draw closer to him. You submit yourself. You read a scripture here, a scripture there until it builds up. You go to a Bible study. You go to a, a class. You listen to um, empowerment videos, edifying videos, things that's going to feed your spirit. Do a little bit here, a little bit there. Um, uh, like I said, get before God. Spend a few minutes with God. Okay, I'm not saying to get on there and take a whole 30 minutes, an hour. Everybody can't do that. But you take five minutes, you take 10 minutes, you read a scripture here, then you build yourself up and you ask God for clarity and understanding of that which you are reading. 
And allow God to minister to your heart about that and continue to grow because God, he's made it available. He's made it available to everyone. So, and nobody has an excuse that on judgment day, when the day comes, no one has an excuse and say they were not taught. They were not brought the word of God because he has made it available. He said that we would do greater works than he has done. And one would think, how can we do greater works? God is already omnipotent. He's omnipresent and only God can be that omnipresent. But guess what? Through social media, although it has its pros and its cons, just like everything else in the world. But with this social media, it has given us the ability to share God's word across the globe. Somebody over in Ukraine can be listening to the word of God while you're speaking it right there from your state. Right there from Huntsville, Alabama, right there from Texas, right there from South Carolina, from Utah, from wherever you're at. You can speak your word and it can reach the nations by social media. So there's no reason that you cannot do what it is that God is calling you to do. It may not always be in the pulpit. A lot of our callers, and that's another misconception, that people believe that you want to be in the pulpit. No, God proved that when everything was shut down. Did he shut it down? No, I don't believe that God shut the world down back in 2020, 2021. No, it's not so much of that. But what he did do was get people to open their eyes and let them know that he is God. He is God. So we're going to have to learn to submit ourselves to God, to trust God, to trust his plan, no matter what it looks like. Because sometimes he has to press us up against the wall. He has to call all other resources to dry up so that we turn to him and him only. And in doing so, we understand and know that, hey, he is our source. Everything else he has provided, he has given to us as a resource, but we have to know that God is our source, that he is our provider, he's our protector. And so I don't want to continue to go on and, and stretch this out, but I just want you guys to know that, that God, when he sent his son, he did not send him to judge the world. He sent him to save the world. Now, the only ones that would be judged is the ones that's rejecting the word of God. So all you can do is pray for them. You can't, I've encountered people that say, Hey, I don't believe that. I don't, I don't believe in that God. I don't believe in that. You know what? All you can do is say, okay. And as you began to walk away, you continue to still pray for their soul because they have been blinded. They have been, uh, doomed by darkness. You know, they've been disappointed. It's a lot of people that I've encountered that they have a lot of hurt, a lot of church hurt. There's a lot of blame that's been put on God that's not even God. It's so much blame that people blame God for this and blame God for that. And truth be told, we are held accountable for our own actions. A lot of things that we encounter in life, uh, we encounter because of disobedience, period, point blank. We go through sufferings because of disobedience. And then even with the sufferings, the Bible states that, you know, um, that we're going to go through long suffering. So, but at the end, God says that we win, but we have to do it God's way. People want to win and still do it their way. It's not going to work like that. The only way that you and I win, the only way that you and I become victorious, not just in a moment, but a lasting victory. The only way that we can do that is if we do it God's way. There's no shortcut. You know how you can just take something on your computer and you can do the shortcut and save it to your desktop. It ain't no shortcut to this. 
you have to go through. You have to go through the trenches. You got to go through the valley. You got to cross over the mountain. You, you have to do all of this stuff because God is building you and I to be able to handle that which he has given us. So um, it's so much more. Um, be considerate of the platform that God has given you because there will be no excuse as to why you're not sharing the word of God. The only reason why you're not sharing the things of your life, because guess what? There's people that's going through some of the same things, similar things that you are going through. And they need to know that, yes, they too can continue to serve God. They can continue to serve him glory, even while they sitting there and, and you know, they're dealing with this or this, you know, dealing with these bills or dealing with this. I just give God glory because even now, you know, God is just so awesome because even as our unit, our air conditioning unit has been out now for three days. But glory to God, you know, it has not been that hot outside. I just thank him for that. Uh, even now it's cool in here. I hadn't opened up any blinds because I didn't want the sun to come in and only because it would create more heat. But even on last night, you know, I just say, you know, tell God, thank you. Now I slept back there in the bedroom, but it was too hot for my husband. So he slept in the, uh, in the living room with the door open all night, y'all. And so, you know, I, I just thank God for his protection, you know, being asleep, knowing that the front door is open because the air is coming in. Um, you know, you just have to trust God. And, um, and I, I was able to sleep. But these are things that, you know, just give God glory for because his hand is in, in, in everything. If we'll just sit back and look and see that God's hand is in in every part of our life, if we will just receive him. So as you continue to disciple people, as you continue, I'm asking you, God is asking you that we are sent. We are placed to be the light. We are to be the light, just like how Jesus was the light. And, and, and in another scripture says that he will only do what he saw his father do. So we are to do what we see our father do. And so, um, that's how we should be leading our lives. That's how we should be, um, conducting ourselves as doing what we've seen our father do. The only thing that Jesus did is what he seen his father do. The only thing that we should be doing is what we see Jesus do. So we should be following in his footsteps. We should be conquering. We should be doing the things that Jesus has done already when he walked the earth. He walked the earth as a human being. So there is nothing that you will go through, have gone through, or will go through in the future that God has not already experienced, that Jesus has not already experienced, and already has a plan for. Everything that you need is in the word of God, is in the book. So we have to seek God while he may be found. And see, God would have never put that in his word if there was going to come a time where you're not going to be able to find because he says seek me while I may be found we have to have this word hid in our heart because after a while this book is going to be gone the Bible's going to be gone it's nowhere where you can just grab the book and look it up that's why it's important for you to get the word now and get it and hide it in your heart that you may not sin against him because I'm telling you there's going to come a time where this Bible is not going to be there. And then you got so many people that's rewriting it. And so if you have to find out and know what the true word of God is, because people are rewriting 
and, and changing things and leaving things out where it's making it like it's okay for people to do the things that they're doing in this world. It is not okay. Stop trying to be on the train, on the bus, on the, and, and connected to people uh, because you don't want to hurt their feelings and this. People need truth. That's what the Holy Spirit told me a couple of months ago. That's what he told me this morning. I said, God, how are you going to use me? What is it that you want me to speak? And he said, truth, truth. And that's what he spoke to me about two months ago in church doing praise and worship. He said, my people need truth. Truth. Whether that truth is going to hurt their feelings, whether that truth is going to cause people to dislike you, whether that truth is going to cause you to be isolated, whether that truth is going to lead you uh, uh, to be by yourself. God says that my people need truth. So I encourage you today to do what you see your father do. God sent his one and only son not to condemn the world, not to. Uh, uh, judge the world, but he sent his one and only son to save the world. So do your part. We can't save the world per se, like we're trying to do God's word. We're just to be the light. We're just to be the light. You give them God and that's all you and I can do. I am Jocelyn Williams coming to you on divine and embrace So you guys continue to love each other, continue to share God's word. I encourage you to look at my um, website on Facebook is Divine Empowerment. That's empowerment. Just leave off the E at the beginning. Divine Empowerment. Also check out my um, Facebook page, um, Divine Impressions, where I um, have a business there selling t-shirts and things of that nature. So go on, take a look. You guys be blessed. Learn to uh, be that what God has called you to be. Be that saving grace for someone else. Uh, we're all called to either water, to plant, but God gets to increase. So I just want to encourage you on today um, to be ye lifted up. Okay, and as we continue to lift up God, you know, continue to lift up his name, he will draw all men unto him. We got to stop trying to be God and just do what we see our father do. And so you guys be encouraged, be blessed. Again, I'm Jocelyn Williams on Divine Embrace. You guys be blessed and share this recording. Thank you.